Email todayradio at rte.ie. Now, government advice issued yesterday on arts events and cultural venues has caused much confusion, with many within the sector still unclear as to exactly how many audience members are allowed inside a venue. Well, to hopefully cast some light on this and to talk us through how this confusion has arisen, I'm joined now by Hugh O'Connell, political correspondent with the Irish Independent. Hugh, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Um, Can you explain, I suppose, firstly, where this confusion came from and, and what was the advice understood to be for the arts events after the announcement on Tuesday night? What, what did we first think was happening? Yeah, there was a lot of conflicting advice coming out um, over the last 24 hours from the government, from the Department of Health and, and from the Department of, of Arts and Culture. Um, the, the initial understanding um, of the advice that was issued by government is that the, the limits on the number of people who could gather indoors and outdoors of 6 and 15 respectively did not re- apply in, in the case of cultural and arts events. So uh, things like theatres, museums, cinemas, art galleries would be exempt from these rules. The rules that previously applied around 50 people indoors provided they're socially distanced and 200 people outdoors provided their socially distance and observing protective measures or taking protective measures, uh, that those would apply for, for arts and cultural events. Um, that was the position. The confusion arose when the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly, said yesterday at a press briefing that uh, his understanding was that for concerts in, in theatres and outdoor concerts, uh, the limit was six people indoors and 15 people outdoors. Well, he said six people indoors and, and logically he meant 15 people as well outdoors. He said this also applied to uh, galleries and cafes and other kind of arts and cultural institutions as well. Um this was the position that was maintained by the Department of Health last night. Um, I sought clarity for, over the course of several hours last night. I was the, the Department of Health insisted that the minister was correct in his assertion. Um, but then a government spokesperson later clarified to me that, in fact, theatres were exempt from that rule. And so uh, museums, cinemas, theatres and art galleries would be deemed controlled environments, therefore uh, indoor uh, locations where there are cinemas, theatres and art galleries and museums would uh, have an overall limit of 50 people. Uh, but they said that for outdoor uh, events, arts and cultural events, uh, the limit would be a maximum of 15. That's one five. So that's fewer than would be indoors. Now, that might not make sense to people, but the, the logic from government is that these events are deemed as mass gatherings, outdoor events. There's a concentration of people at a specific location for a specific purpose over a set period of time. And these provide opportunities for the virus to spread. So amidst all this confusion, uh, the government's attempting to clarify it last night. Uh, I was then sent two statements from the Department of Health overnight. Uh, including one this morning, which uh, maintained that theatres were not considered a controlled environment and therefore the limit on all events in indoor theatres was six. And now in the last few minutes, the Taoiseach's office um, has put out a statement saying following consultation with the Arts and Culture Minister, Catherine Martin, and the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, Uh, businesses uh, such as museums, cinemas, theatres and art galleries are deemed to be controlled environments and therefore the overall limit of 50 people applies. Mm. So I don't, yeah... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure if I've been very clear there, Sarah, and I apologise if I haven't, but you have been I'm afraid the government has been very clear as about As I think this. is possible to be. Uh, so so the end game, as, as has been clarified to you in the last couple of minutes then, is yes, you can have indoor gatherings of up to 50 in cultural, in cultural areas or cultural events. Yes, effectively, um, if you are a museum, a cinema, a theatre or an art gallery, uh, it is, you are deemed to be a controlled environment. Therefore, you're allowed to have a maximum of 50 people in your venue, provided you can apply physical distancing, this is the two metre rule, and that you have protective measures in place, such as you know hand sanitizer and, and all that kind of appropriate stuff. Uh, and I suppose wearing face, face coverings as well would be part of that. So that is that now the clarified position of the government this morning. 
Um, but I have to say, um, this has been a, a real case study in disastrous communications by the government over the last 12 hours, uh, in part caused by comments by the Minister for Health yesterday. Mm. And it really, you know, already I think there was a lot of, uh, I mean, as, as Eamon Ryan admitted on your programme yesterday morning, there was a lot of contradictions in the government's advice issued on Tuesday night. This is just a small element of the government's advice where they were trying to be very prescriptive. And the result, I think, was that it, it caused massive confusion for the sector. Um, you heard arts representatives on your, your pro, on, on Morning Ireland earlier uh, giving out about this because they just did not have clarity. And, you know, there are a lot of cultural institutions attempting to run events, have been attempting to run events this week, are attempting to run events in the coming days. Um, and they, they needed this clarity and they weren't getting it. And mm. they have it this morning, but, but really it, it hasn't been ideal from the government's perspective. Yeah, and as you say, the communications with the public and indeed with the media on it has, has been confusing. Um, I wonder, does that speak to a lack of communications within government? Or It sounds to me like departments are just not talking to each other. Yeah, well, certainly, you know, when I attempted to get clarity on this yesterday, I got a pretty definitive statement from the Department of um, Arts and Culture to say that the, um, the, the that museums, theatres and galleries were considered controlled environments. Therefore, the 50-person limit applied in do- for indoor um, venues and the 200-person limit applied for outdoor venues. This was for arts and cultural events. But the inherent contradiction is that is, why, you know, why can I go to a gig at Croke Park, say, that's a, you know, a, a concert or a show or whatever, and, you know, there could be up to two 200 people at that, but I can't go to a match at Crow Park um, because all sporting events are now behind closed doors. Now, and then, you know, Stephen Donnelly then doing a press briefing where he appeared to contradict entirely the Department of uh, Arts and Culture's advice, uh, the Department of Health maintaining that was the position. The government tried to clarify that, trying to clarify that last night. And then a further clarification statement having to be issued this morning. Uh, which effectively says that bu- that businesses like arts, uh, art galleries, museums, uh, that they are uh, and theatres that they are controlled environments, um, indoor controlled environments for with a maximum of fifty people, but that outdoor venues can only have a maximum of fifteen people. That won't make sense to a lot of people, I think. Mm-hmm. But that that's the position. All right, Hugh O'Connell, thank you very much for joining us. It's Hugh O'Connell, a political correspondent with the Irish Independent. Uh, well, I'm joined now on the line by Mary Maura Logue, who is Artistic Director of St. John's Theatre in Listowel, and also by Neil Murray, Co-Director of the Abbey Theatre. And thank you both very much for joining morning, us this Sarah. morning. Um, Maura, what, what's your situation in terms of what you have on your schedule? Do you have a show happening in your theatre this Tonight. evening? Tonight, right. Yeah. So the artists, you know, so I had two artists travelling from Wexford and uh, so when I heard the news on Tuesday evening, I had to immediately make contact with them and say don't travel. They were due to travel first thing yesterday morning to get ahead of Storm Ellen and and I had to say no, we need to wait um, until we get confirmation from the department. So, you know, the, the folks in the campaign for the arts were really pushing to get a statement yesterday and by lunchtime that came back confirmation that yes, we were good to go and uh, spoke to the two artists and they arrived down late last night and were outside uh, arrived at the theatre at 10 o'clock this morning and I'm saying to them I'm still not sure they're in the theatre now and they're just waiting for me to finish so that I can tell them yes yeah, great news we can go ahead tonight so thank God that statement has come through from the Department of Antishok uh, What other uh, provisions did you have to make then I mean did you have to contact audience members or Yeah have- we contacted everybody yesterday just to say well we had contacted after the statement on, on Tuesday night, you know, the artists getting them, um, you know, t- to see whether they could travel or not. And then yesterday afternoon when we got the go-ahead, we did, we contacted all our audience who had confirmed tickets for tonight just to say, we're still going ahead, are you all okay? And they all come back and confirmed. And we had another, a, a few other bookings yesterday 
afternoon. So what we were facing us this morning was whether we were going to have to say to the artists and who arrived this morning, I'm sorry, we cannot go ahead, and to ring everybody to say, unfortunately, we can't follow through with your bookings. Because if it had remained at six... You know, we have the artist and the sound engineer too, myself and my colleague Kate, and um, there would be just it would be just theatre adieu tonight. I'm yeah. sure it would have been very romantic, but uh, <laughs> it just wouldn't have been viable. Okay. Um, what about yourself, Neil? What, what about about your own plans and what you had scheduled? Um, well, good morning, sis. Uh, well, thanks to you for that breaking news uh, because that is uh, that's fresh news, um, frankly, um, and that's been the problem. Um, as you said, really between from, you know, up until Tuesday night, we were pretty solid that we had, uh, we could accommodate 50 people in, indoors and 200 outdoor. And that's gone into a tailspin over the last 48 hours. So that's the clearest we've had. I mean, we have a full program, a full Abbey season, which starts on September the 5th, including collaborations with uh, Dublin Fringe Festival and Dublin Theatre Festival and, and other companies. Um, so we have a whole range of work ha- that, that, that's about to happen. We, we do have an event in the theatre tomorrow, which is just with a, with, with a, a college, actually, um, which wouldn't have gone ahead, but now it looks as though that can go ahead. Um, we still have an issue around the provision of audience for outdoor events, though. Um, we have a num- part of the way of, of, I suppose, trying to make theatre safer um, and, 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 and available to slightly larger numbers was to take work outdoors. So we, for example have a project uh, in collaboration with IMA for the Dublin Theatre Festival, The Great Hunger, Patrick Kavanagh's poem, In the Grounds of IMA. Now, if that's for a, a maximum of 15 people, that, that comes under real threat. And I know that Dublin Fringe and DTS, they also have other events outdoor. So there's still, it's, we've got 50% clarity on the indoor work now, and that is kind of as we had been assuming it. But there's still confusion around outdoor work. Yeah, and um, it seems to be from what he was saying um, that the 15 maximum uh, restriction would apply to outdoors. So what you're saying is you could actually, these events that you've organised for outdoors because you've been told it's safer, you might have to move indoors to get bigger crowds. Well, move indoor if practical. You know, as with, you know, with theatre and art, you, you, you make an event specifically for, you know, the, 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 wonderful, the wonderful thing about working with them was that they have 65 acres of open land. And so there was the idea that we would do a show in that open land. To move that indoors is a very different proposition. Um, and I think, as as, as Hugh said, it's, I think it's about logic and communication is the major issue here, is what logic is being applied to theatre and to culture. Um, when we're looking at you know, the fact that theatre, for example, wasn't being included uh, until really this morning alongside galleries and cinemas, um, and, and, and that lack of communication... Um, I think what we find frustrating is that the, the arts has been lent on quite heavily by government in terms of, you know, national campaign for the arts to run a brilliant campaign um, themselves and, and the Abbey, indeed. We were asked mm. to prepare documents for the Doyle, for the COVID inquiry, which we did, and they're praised and we're told how, how wonderful it is. And yet when it comes to decisions, they seem to panic and make knee-jerk decisions without speaking to each other, and most importantly, without speaking to us. We're all here. Yeah, and you can know, I ask to, you more... To be consulted. Uh, 
just in terms of planning now, given what's happened in the last couple of days, how confident would you be about planning anything for the next couple of weeks? Well, you see, this was the whole thing because I had just signed off on, you know, a modified programme for September. We had our first play last week with Beaulieu's Theatre, which was our first, you know, official kind of opening to public audience. We've had a number of summer camps with children, which worked really successfully. And, and all of our audiences, the people who've come into the theatre, have been really compliant. So, you know, we took the bold step and said, you know, let's put a full program together because it's, that is what St. John's is of. We have a monthly program that people, you know, look up, uh, you know, the, are coming to the theatre regularly and they look forward to it. So I'd signed off on that yesterday. So, you know, it, again, like Neil says, it has just been so uncertain in the last two nights. You know, bottles of Gaviscon being drank all over the place because we just didn't know whether, you know, we were going to be able to go ahead or whether we were going to have to stop again and just just would have to close our doors because mm. six just wasn't going to be viable. You know, there are artists who have to be looked after. These two people who arrived, travelled over from Wexford need to be looked after uh, and the theatre needs to run. And we have been compliant and we have, people have really, really enjoyed coming back in. Mm. All right, well, we'll leave it there, but no doubt it is a topic we will be returning to at some stage. Thank you very much Thanks, for joining Sarah. us this morning. That's Maura Logue, Artistic Director with St. John's Theatre in Listowel and also Neil Murray, Co-Director of the Abbey Theatre. A couple of text in on this to 51551 I'll get to some of those after the break Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1